HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. HRN is food radio supported by you. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org. Welcome to Heritage Radio Network on Tour. I'm Dylan Boyer reporting from Torino, Italy, where I'm a delegate at Terra Madre Salon del Gusto, the largest international event dedicated to good, clean, and fair food hosted by Slow Food. More than 3,000 people, including farmers, cooks, and food activists from 150 countries, have gathered to discuss the politics of what we eat. I'm excited to be sitting down with Beatrice Wigi, the founder and president of Gustiamo, which she started more than 20 years ago in the Bronx, with the goal of introducing New Yorkers to real Italian food. Welcome. Ciao, Diren. How are you? Good, thank you. So, you wanted to introduce New Yorkers to real Italian food. I was a little bit surprised to learn that, given that the Bronx is known for its Little Italy on Arthur Avenue. And I'd love to hear what you think was missing to New York and what is real Italian food to you? Yes, Uh, real Italian food to me, first of all, is uh, food made in Italy, which you might be surprised to hear, but uh, even products of Italy written on the labels of products in the supermarkets are not made in Italy. In particular, for example, just to make, there is an Italian extra virgin olive oil, Italian extra virgin olive oil that ha- may have a product of Italy on the label, but the only thing that they need to do in order to be called Italian product of Italy, it is that it is bottled, the liquid is bottled in, the, in, uh, in uh, Italy. Therefore, I mean, it can come from anywhere in the world. And, uh, and it, to me, it's a real um, terrible thing that happens to the Italian farmers and uh, Italian economy, the Italian cultures and traditions. So this is what we are set up to do. We try to tell the truth. Uh, we t- try to um, import the best uh, foods made in Italy, respecting their, again, culture, tradition, biodiversity that... Uh, our land can give. Uh, what do I do? So I import Italian foods in the United States, selecting them, the foods, very carefully from farmers all over uh, the Italian peninsula and the islands. 
Um, and what was the reception like early on and has it changed over time? The reception very early on was uh, a, a, a interested but uh, uh, difficult to have, meaning that uh, we spent a very few, some, some years, uh, some years to uh, have uh, uh, an audience, an, aud an interested audience uh, of any importance um, that was able, interested to, to hear what, uh, what we had to say and uh, to taste uh, the products that we had to propose because we started with products, uh, basic products like uh, extra virgin olive oil, pasta, canned tomatoes uh, and then we expanded in uh, vinegars, uh, rice, uh, pine nuts, uh, hazelnuts from again very specific places in Italy. Receptions at the beginning was difficult, I mean it was difficult to find, I mean, yet, but once the uh, American public started to trust us uh, to understand what we uh, we're doing, they are more and more interested in, uh, in learning uh, um, and, uh, and it's a it has been a, 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 a wonderful journey from obscurity 22 years ago, more than 20 years ago as you were saying before, to now. Uh, a wonderful journey like uh, in, uh, in, uh, in higher and higher level of attention in the United States for what we do. And how did you convince people early on, whether it was American consumers or Italian makers? How did you convince them to get on board with what you were doing? Well, the Italian makers uh, are very proud, are very proud to be uh, properly represented, in my case, in the United States. Um, the Italian makers are farmers, small producers, whose objective is not uh, to sell tons of foods and make tons of profits, in Euro profits. Their objectives is to continue their tradition, to spread the word uh, of how complicated uh, their job is. Um, the, uh, the, therefore, they are very, so we represent them 100% in the United States, meaning that we take care of their, um, of their branding, of their personality, of their, uh, we, 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 we think we, we, we can uh, uh, replicate their narrative, their, their, we can speak their voices uh, because we know them very well. We know their families, we know the, where they work, where they live, uh, the products they make. And, uh, and uh, on the other side, uh, the American side, is uh, the, the, the importance of what we do. Uh, the, so the reception is uh, also extremely warm and respectful, um, meaning that we are not treated like a normal distributor, quote, distributor, uh, no, we are we are we we are viewed as their um, their uh, shortcut to Italy, and therefore they ask chefs. I'm talking about chefs uh, or the general public 
uh, that buys our products on our website, gustiamo.com, because we sell in the United States on the website, gustiamo.com. Actually, we started 22 years ago with the website, and uh, we sell to restaurants in the United States. So we cover the whole country. That's amazing. And you came to New York with a corporate job, and then when did you how did you decide to take a leap into the food world well honestly it was kind of casual um i was not a food person 22 years ago when i started gustiamo um i and that, i think that that helped me because i uh, started to study the object of food uh italian food like as an adult and uh, like without being resigned to uh, to to uh, resign to you know this is the way things are done the olive oil the Italian olive oil is uh, is bad it's uh, it's fake therefore everybody knows it and there is nothing to do about it so I was uh, an adult when I started to learn that. Uh, uh, real extra virgin olive oil, the, the liquid that is good for you, um, real extra virgin olive oil is just uh, a fruit juice, an olive fruit juice. And anything else is not good for you and not good for the planet because it's made with the chemical solvents and it's not even good for you because it's just a fat. While extra virgin olive oil is a vegetable, fat, but it's very good because it has vitamins and minerals and antioxidants and you live longer. You really do. It's a, it's a healthy food. Um, what area of Italy did you grow up in and what was the food like in your childhood? So, um, again, my, my experience was not what you would imagine in the story that my experience was that my mother was a great cook from Naples, Neapolitan family for generations, and, uh, and uh, she was a wonderful cook. But she would cook for her, for friends, you know, I mean, parties, they, my, my, my parents were very social. So she would entertain her friends and uh, we would, uh, I, I grew up with singles. And, uh, and uh, so I, I just, I really learned about good food and the tradition and what it means um, when I grew up, when I started this company, Gustiamo, 22 years ago. And um, going back to... It was really later, it's just interesting how it was later in life, leaving Italy, it kind of took that for you to discover what you love so much about Italian food. It's a real passion. Yeah. It's a real passion. You know that I was an accountant before, and now, I mean, the, my previous experience, professional experience, really helps me. Because when, uh, when we um, acquire a new producers or we evaluate producers, we really do a due diligence about, in our terms, clear, not for profit and not for... for um, and Gustiamo sells directly to consumers, like you said, in addition to restaurants. Was this a big disruption to the importing business when you started? Well, well I think it is still a big disruption because uh, we, yeah, what we do is really unique because we import directly from the producers and uh, we sell directly to the final chefs. We do not have intermediaries. 
we don't have agents in Italy or in the United States. And uh, we have a direct relationship with the chef, or whether, wherever they are, with the general public, wherever they are. We pick up the phone, we pick up the phone, we answer the questions, we, we, we have a constant relationship with all of them here in the, in the, when we are in the, in the United States, but also in Italy. We talk to our producers directly every single day. We Zoom, we, 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 we are in constant contact, and we come here to Italy continuously. So I, myself, I come at least four times a year, and uh, we come and meet, uh, and go specifically to meet producers wherever they are, in Sicily, in uh, Friuli, Venezia, Giulia. Yeah, I'd love to hear about how long you spent here on your trips, and how you get introduced to new producers. Yes, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's always a very interesting process. Uh, it depends um, it's, uh, it's, uh, whether there are suggestions from people who we trust, uh, whether we meet them at uh, Salone del Gusto, Terra Madre, here as we are meeting you with you, Dylan, now. Uh, we have uh, other uh, annual appointments in Italy that we would never miss, like there is a, also another food festival in Florence called Taste that I love and never missed for the last 12 years. Um, so it's, uh, it's a series of different... Uh, what are some of the questions you might ask a new producer to get to know them and get to know their story? What do you want to know about them when you meet them? I want to know that they are true. I want to know that, uh, um, that um, I mean, I have, uh, 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 the, the, it, is, it is a long, it is a long, a very long story. I mean, for example, our, our pasta that we carry, one of the pasta that we carry, a lovely family in the Gragnano uh, town near Naples uh, called Faella Pasta. The Faella Pasta it took me four years uh, to to de decide, uh, I mean, to choose that pasta maker took four years. I mean, I'm not wow. like sleeping years. I was really active because the more people are doing a specific product, like pasta in Italy, everybody makes pasta, the more they are, the more difficult it is to choose the right one. So, and do you try to limit the number of one type of product that you sell on Gustiamo? I'm sorry, say again. Do you try to limit the number of each yes. type of product? Yes, yes, yeah. still, yes. I would love to add more and more olive oil producers, pasta producers, but I can't. I mean, it's a comp, it's a business. We have to make sure that. Uh, um, that uh, we do not jeopardize uh, other uh, existing producer or producers of ours. So we have to be seriously um, involved uh, in uh, our, uh, our expansion plans, with our expansion plans, what we can afford, uh, our uh, marketing skills, uh, communicating skills. Are, I mean, the warehouse, so we are looking to find a bigger warehouse because now we are limited by space. Um, uh, again, when we talk about unique company, 
all our products that we import our are in our warehouse so they are not third parties warehouses no it's we have total control from the producers to the products they arrive in the United States to the market and it's it really is amazing to hear that it took four years to pick your favorite pasta can you tell us a little a little bit more about the journey to find that favorite pasta over four years paint yes. a picture for us of yes. tasting yes. different so pastas traveling. pasta as i said before pasta is made everywhere in the united states i mean from uh, piedmont to trentino to sicily i mean everywhere and uh, so it was a a journey of uh, talking to our trusted food people here in the United States. Uh, sorry, here in Italy, <laughs> and uh, and uh, and then following the 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 uh, make, making a selection of a few, following uh, following their stories of these producers wherever they are. And, uh, and then at one point, something clicks, something you have the inspiration. You really, uh, you really say, after a long uh, study and learning experience and meeting with them continuously and talking to them, how much are they available? How much, uh, I mean, whatever they, I mean, they, they use uh, uh, Italian wheats. Uh, uh, let's, uh, let's see, uh, let's go to the mill who's that sells the the pasta maker the flour is it true wow. that they so it's really a due diligence that my previous professional experience really helped uh, because we are really uh, we don't leave anything to you know perhaps it is true perhaps it's not true no we have to we have to make sure it is true and uh, and then you go to the place I mean again with we are talking with Faella, about Faella pasta. Faella went very often, so they are located in the main square of this little village, all devoted to pasta makers. They are the oldest artisanal pasta maker in this village. It is called La Città della Pasta, the town of pasta, because everybody makes pasta. Um, and uh, used to make pasta when in ancient in antiquity. And uh, and uh, and then then uh, it clicks. I mean, you meet the family. You see that there is a future also because that's also important. Because you, I mean, there are several many several producers who have no succession. I mean, like uh, and, and and unfortunately, so we try we try to inspire their kids, uh, their the, their collaborators, their employers. I mean, we we really. Uh, we host the family in the United States to to make them uh, aware how important they are for the American market. So we try to network and to 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 get everybody involved in this process of uh, of uh, amazing journey, amazing journey. Yeah, it um, is amazing. And I was going to say earlier, you must have an incredible palate and incredible taste for these fine foods. But it's it's really so much more than that. Exactly. It's in so fact, I have no palate. <laughs> I don't believe I really that. Don't. <laughs> um, so, in addition to the pasta, if you had to pick one food sold by Gustiamo that you can't get enough of right now, or that you're really excited about right now, what is it? And can you tell us the story behind it? I'm I'm um, 
the the we uh, have been a big promoters of uh, as I, I I talk about extra virgin olive oil a lot. I talk about extra virgin, extra virgin olive as as it should be a a fruit juice. Um, I can't have it enough, and uh, I want uh, uh, everybody in the United States learn uh, what a difference it is uh, uh, between, uh, like for example, now we are bringing a, a, a small group of chefs, of American chefs, in the in in Italy, in in Umbria, to pick the olives and make the olive oil in the meal of our family, Gaudenzi family. I I. We import a lot of extra virgin olive oil, and uh, and again, it, it's uh, it's uh, uh, it's a product that uh, I think we we, we should all uh, um, we should we should not we import a lot of extra virgin olive oil, and and uh, everybody should use this olive oil as a healthy food and delicious food. As to finish your recipes or to cook with it. So here we are at Terra Madre. You've just arrived today, is that correct? And I mean, what have you seen so far? Can you describe some of the market? And this, there's so many makers here. Can you just paint a picture for the listeners? I try to come to Terra Madre every. I think I, I missed. You know, you know, it's a biannual. Uh, event in, in the town of Torino, lovely town, lovely event. Uh, Carlin Petrini started this uh, this uh, tradition of every two year Terra Madre Salone del Gusto. It's a must. It's a must. Uh, you must be here if you are into good food. You must come. Uh, it's it's a uh, it's a five days event, uh, and it's uh, it's extremely crowded. I mean, I'm sure that you can hear the noise of all the people around us. Um, it's extremely crowded, and it has small producers, farmers. It's uh, I I love Terra Madre because it connects you with the good food people uh, around the world. Um, I don't have much time. I mean, I'm still concentrated in learning the Italian uh, producers and farmers who are here with their uh, with their products. And uh, and it's uh, it's uh, so the, the producers and uh, farmers they have little booths and they it's a market. It's a it's a farmers market. It's a, you can actually buy. The cheeses, the salamis, the the, the mozzarellas, the tomatoes that uh, that you go around and visit the the vinegars, the olive oils. So so it's uh, it's a, 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 a kind of chaotic chaotic um, festival uh, with talks. Uh, lovely people. I just uh, talked to. A, a, a baker who is from Bologna. We heard him talk about how how the baking is. I mean, making bread is an agricultural uh, a fact event, and uh, and uh, and I mean, it all depends on how 
you treat your ingredients and your land and your employee and your workers. Um, so it's a very ca it's a chaotic place, but you learn um, you learn tons. You learn tons, and there are farmers here like they want to talk to you and they want to. I have uh, the little farmer from uh, I just met, uh, and I'm going back now after we finish. His name is uh, uh, Pasquale Imperato. He has a little farm at the slopes of Mount Vesuvio. And he grows, proudly grows, the a specific cultivar of tomatoes called Piennolo tomatoes. <laughs> Piennolo tomatoes are Piennolo like they are round, small, with a little point at the end, with a very thick skin. The cultivar is a DOP, meaning that only that can be called Piennolo tomatoes. And uh, they have a, a wonderful uh, taste of sweet and, uh, and uh, acidic, acidic um, that is, uh, I mean, it's that tomato that you cook for five minutes and it's, uh, and it's uh, so, and it only grows on the slopes of Mount Vesuvio. And so this, Man uh, uh, comes here and spends five days. I mean, hard work, being seen, and he's uh, he is the incredible uh, communicator of uh, this wonderful uh, cultivar of tomatoes. Thank you so much. There's so much to look forward to and to eat here. Anything else you want to share before we wrap up? And to eat here and share, you know, just uh, just go around with your mouth, with your uh, open, uh, with uh, open e eyes, and uh, try to talk to the f to the people and uh, taste this wonderful food. And uh, everybody has a different story, and everybody is worth of uh, listening and learning from them. It's a very hard work, and needs to be respected, compensated communicated and uh, and uh, we need to I mean we need to make sure that uh, we promote the good businesses and the good families and stories absolutely and one thing I've just been so impressed by walking around everything tastes great but when you talk to people there they tell you their family's been doing this for five for five generations so the legacy is just incredible and the heritage and the stories behind that as well and we as italians have uh, a duty a very important duty which is now going to be expressed tomorrow tomorrow we have our 25th of september election day in italy very important um the duty that we have and that i really feel strongly more and more the more i do this job uh, the duty that we have is to preserve this land. If we do not support these farmers, these uh, uh, small producers, these good people, they will abandon the land. Uh, the land will be destroyed by fires, being abandoned, not taken care of. We, as Italians, we should be more proud of what we have been and I mean as you can see and everybody took we take it for granted the beautiful landscape that we have everywhere and uh, 
and the beautiful people who take care of the, this landscape. If we do not promote the good people who take care of the landscape, we will be just uh, uh, a, a desert, desertic, barbarian uh, uh, land uh, that nobody would want to come to anymore because we have nothing to offer anymore. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk. I'm sure all of the makers that you work with are so appreciative of your investment and your defense and love and passion for what they do and to bringing it to new audiences. So thank you for everyone for listening. Listen to more of Heritage Radio Network on tours coverage of Terra Madre and other food events around the globe, wherever you get your podcasts. A big thank you to Slow Food and the Italian Trade Agency for hosting me here at Terra Madre. It's been great to sit here in the heart of the market and talk about these makers. Heritage Radio Network on Tour is a production of Heritage Radio Network, the world's pioneer food radio station. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org and follow us at heritage underscore radio. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. Keep in touch at heritageradionetwork.org slash subscribe. HRN On Tour is powered by Simplecast. This episode of HRN On Tour was produced in part by generous funding from the Julia Child Foundation.